0: Hello everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. This episode is titled, A Letter to a Father About the Sovereignty and Mercy of God. that I'm writing today comes from the book of Isaiah chapter 48. When I first read it I was like God what are you saying? I don't understand. I want you to know if anything is going on in your life and you don't understand just begin to pray and ask God for direction. Ask God to tell you what's on his heart and the Holy Spirit will reveal those things to you. Now back to Isaiah chapter 48. Chapter 48 was another complex text because the people of Israel were Rebellious towards God, but as we will later read, he still had mercy on the people of Israel. Isaiah chapter 48 reads, Hear this, O house of Jacob, who are called by the name of Israel, and who come forth from the seed of Judah, you who swear allegiance by the name of the Lord and make mention of the God of Israel, but not in truth and sincerity, nor in righteousness, for they call themselves of the holy city and depend on the God of Israel the Lord of hosts is his name I have declared from the beginning the former things they went forth from my mouth and I made them known then suddenly I did them and they came to pass says the Lord because I knew that you were abstinent and your neck was an iron sinew you and your brow was brass therefore I have declared things to come to you from of old before they came to pass I announced them to you So that you cannot say my idol has done them and my graven image and my molten image have commended them. You have heard these things foretold. Now you see this fulfillment. And will you not bear witness to it? I show you specified new things from this time forth. Even hidden things kept in reserve which you have not known. They are created now. Called into being by the prophetic word, and not long ago, and before today, you have never heard of them, lest you should say, Behold, I knew them. Yes, you have never heard. Yes, you have never known. Yes, from of old, your ear has not been opened. For I, the Lord, knew that you, O house of Israel, dealt very treacherously. You were called a transgressor and a rebel from your birth. For my name's sake, I defer my anger, and for the sake of my praise, I restrain it for you, that I may not cut you off. Behold, I have refined you, but not as silver. I have tried and chosen you in the furnace of affliction. For my own sake, for my own sake, I do it. I refrain and do not utterly destroy you, for why should I permit my name to be polluted and profaned, which it will be If the lord completely destroyed his chosen people and i will not give my glory to another by permitting the worshipers of idols to triumph over you listen to me O jacob and israel my called ones i am he i am the first and i also am the last yes my hand has laid the foundation of the earth and my right hand has spread out the heavens when i call to them they stand forth together to execute my decrees continuing on from verse 14 of Isaiah chapter 48. Assemble yourselves all of you and hear who among them, the gods has foretold these things. The Lord has loved him. And I'm pausing right now because he's talking about Cyrus of Persia. Persia that he appointed. He will do his pleasure and purpose on Babylon and his arm will be against the Chaldeans. I even, I have foretold it. Yes, I have called him Cyrus. I have brought him, and the Lord shall make his way prosperous. Come near to me and listen to this. I have not spoken in secret from the beginning, from the time that it happened. I was there, and and now the Lord God has sent his spirit in and with me. Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord your God, who teaches you to prophets who leads you in the way that you should go. Oh, that you had hearkened to my commandments. Then your peace and prosperity would have been like a flowing river in your righteousness, the holiness and purity of the nation, like the abundant waves of the sea. Your offspring would have been like the sand in your descendants, like the offspring of the sea. Their name would not be cut off or destroyed from before me. Go forth out of Babylon, flee from the Chaldeans. With a voice of singing, declare, tell this, cause it to go forth even to the end of the earth. Say, the Lord has redeemed his servant Jacob. And they thirsted not when he led them through the deserts. He caused the waters to flow out of the rock for them. He split the rock also and the waters gushed out. There is no peace, says the Lord, for the wicked. What I want to draw your attention to is Isaiah chapter 48, verses 1 through 2, that reads Hear this, O house of Jacob, who are called by the name of Israel, and who come forth from the seed of Judah, you who swear allegiance by the name of the Lord and make mention of the God of Israel, but not in truth and sincerity, nor in righteousness. For they call themselves citizens of the holy city and depend on the God of Israel, the Lord of hosts is his name. In verses 1, God is calling the people the house of Jacob, but what we must heed here is, what does the name Jacob mean in Hebrew? The name Jacob in Hebrew means supplanter, or one who supplants. The definition of supplanter is to supersede especially by force or treachery. You must understand that when the people were addressed as the house of Jacob, it is not a compliment at all. As we continue reading in verse 1, who are called by the name of Israel and who come forth from the seed of Judah, you who swear allegiance by the name of the Lord and make mention of the God of Israel, but not in truth and sincerity nor in righteousness. The people are not operating in the character of God. Instead, they are deceiving others and themselves, but are not fooling God. In other words, the people are calling themselves the name of Israel, God's chosen people, but but they aren't in right standing with God. And are not being led by the Spirit of God. Why does God say that the people make mention of the God of Israel but not in truth, sincerity, and righteousness? The answer is found in verses 4 through 5 of Isaiah chapter 48. Verse 4 reads, Because I knew that you were abstinent, and your neck was an iron sinew, and your brow was brass. Verse 5 says, Therefore I have declared things to come to you from of old. Before they came to pass, I announced them to you so that you could not say, My idol has done them, my graven image and my molten image have commended them. The people were worshiping idols and other gods. So God was telling the people of Israel, look, I prophesied to you to let you know what would happen in advance. But you were stubborn and didn't listen. So since the people of Israel chose not to listen, God punished the people of Israel by allowing them to have troubles so that he could purify the people of Israel. I want to draw your attention to verses nine through 12. Verse nine reads, For my name's sake, I defer my anger. And for the sake of my praise, I restrain it for you that I may not cut you off. 10. Behold, I have refined you, but not as silver. I have tried and chosen you in the furnace of affliction. Verse 11. For my own sake, for my own sake, I do it. I refrain and do not utterly destroy you. For why should I permit my name to be polluted and profaned, which it will be if the Lord completely destroy his chosen people? And I will not give my glory to another by permitting the worshipers of idols to triumph over you. Verse 12 says, Listen to me, O Jacob and Israel, my called ones. I am he, I am the first, I also am the last. After reading the verses 9 through 12, I hope you see the character of God. First, I want you to notice that he says, for my name's sake. God is choosing to not destroy the people for his name's sake. Another thing you should understand is that God is sovereign. He does not. He does what he wants for his name's sake. God is a God of mercy, and he will not have no other God before him. God does not like idol worship. God does not like when believers identify themselves with the zodiac signs or saying things like, oh, it's Leo season, oh, it's Virgo season. I cannot stress to you how offensive that is to God why is it offensive to him well keep reading in verse 12 when he says i am he i am the first i also am the last god wants us to worship him and him alone he created the earth heaven and everything so why would you worship the creation not the creator of everything let me pause right here astrology studying the stars why would you worship the stars when god created the stars and it specifically tells you that he made the stars So why would you worship that? Why would you identify as that when he's telling you that you are a child of God? Why would you agree with that when the creator, he's telling you that he made you, he created you in his likeness, in his, in his dominion. He made you in his likeness, in his image. I'm sorry. And he's giving you dominion on earth. And let's continue getting in the letter. He created the earth, heaven, and everything. So, why would you worship the creation, not the creator of everything? Why are believers burning sage and believing that it is cleansing your home, but God is giving you dominion over the sage, but you the person with the dominion and authority in Christ Jesus, using something that has no dominion or authority, in other words, lesser, to protect you? How, people of God, how did we get here? I'm pause right here. Listen that is a new thing you know This new age stuffs going around but you gotta listen you gotta what does the word of God say about that I understand people have opinions and you are entitled to that people have free will you are entitled to your free will to do as you will but I am telling you what does the word of God say about those things when you do stuff when you interact when you join these things what does the word of God say about that people need to understand because things aren't being taught like this uh, and churches but when you join certain clubs, membership, these places have altars, altars and if you read through the Bible, it talks about altars when when Abraham, when he was getting ready to sacrifice his son Isaac, he wanted him to build an altar, but when Jesus Christ died on the cross, you no longer have to build no altar, because he was the ultimate sacrifice, when he gave his life on, on the cross for our sins and when he shed his blood, when he died for us there was no more altar needed but when you join these uh membership place i don't know the what they call them secret societies all this stuff there are altars being built but what they don't tell you is what comes along when you join or initiate in these things there are altars being built people need to know and understand that altars are being built and what happens is when you join these altars, it's going to your third and fourth generation, and that's why generational curses are formed. And you don't see it. You have people that can't carry children; they're barren, that, they, and they're wondering why. Or, or, or uh, people can't can't stay married, or there's. Up. Bloodline of of death, not just it's just a lot of things. But you have to know this. The Bible says, "Through knowledge shall the just be delivered." And all of this, I am telling you, it is in the Word of God. You have to read the Word of God. We are living in a day and age of time that you have to read and know the Word of God. We are living in a time where you have to know God. You can't just say, "Oh, I'll be a part of that." I don't really know. Read, you know, like you know, the words tell you. Redefine fine print understand what you're getting in understand go back and trace the history not what they tell you find it out according to your word what does it say some stuff you know like why do you have to do it in secret i understand some stuff that you have to keep to yourself and and you know you're led by the holy spirit led by god to keep it to yourself but some stuff why is it so secret when you confess to god you do we do it openly sometimes i understand you can get received salvation privately but the changes that God make in your life it will the changes that it will show you will know them by their fruit. the fruit will show that you are a child of God, and I just want you guys to know this god is is not pleased with the church he's not pleased with what's going on he you have people seeking money and they're not giving to the poor. They're not giving to the poor. As a matter of fact, that should be the hugest offering that any church raised to give to the poor. But that's not what's been done. That's not what it they are so it's the, the mind is conditioned the wrong way. You've been a lot of people have been indoctrinated with these wrong teachings, but that is not of God. God is a God of love, but He's also is a God of justice and judgment. And let me get back into the letter. He said, if you continue reading from verses thirteen to twenty-two god prophesied to the people of israel again and i encourage you to read the entire chapter 48 of isaiah and i read it but i want you to read it again meditate and ask god to give you insight and wisdom isaiah teaches us that he is a god who corrects his children he is a god who shows mercy to his children he is a god who speaks to his children and tells them of what's to come and what is currently happening also he is is a god who can who informs us of what is expected from his children and that is to always give god the honor and glory also follow the ways precepts and ordinances of god and guys god told them that if you had listened to me he he your your abundance of peace of prosperity would have been flowing like a river and how many times that we haven't listened to God and, and you know, you missed the opportunity of blessing, but still yet and still in the disobedience, he had mercy on them. He had mercy and grace on them. And he still blessed them. But sometimes some of the troubles that, you know, people go through is because of your disobedience is because of your disobedience and he's taking you through the process. He's allowing things as we read in Isaiah 48. He allows affliction to 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 build you, to purify you, to help you, you know, and sometimes is 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 not because you did something bad it's because, you know, breakthrough is coming or whatever the case may be. But my thing is, you will know when you seek God, he will reveal himself to you. That is the thing people be you know saying all these things and you know oh pray for me and there's nothing wrong with asking for prayer i matter of fact i i am for that i am for asking for prayer but sometimes ask the holy spirit say say holy spirit lead me to the place that i need to ask for prayer and father god show me the person's heart that i'm asking you know for prayer or show me reveal the people heart around me people that you know Think you know, I think that are my friends and it's not to be suspicious or anything, but as God reveals these people's heart to you, what are you doing? Are you praying for them? Are you praying for the peace of God? Even if it's something disturbing, praying for the peace of God so that the fruit of the spirit will flow out of you, not anger, not rage, not revenge, but the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. That's what time we are in. You have to walk in alignment with the God ordained people, the God, the purpose partners, the purpose people that god placed in your life and you are only going to find that when you seek him in the spirit it's not by might not by power but it's by the spirit and you asking the holy spirit to lead you and guide you in all truth because see there is there is you know so much deception like isaiah 48 they're saying they are in the faith they're saying oh i believe in god but do you believe that in the God that, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Are you believing in Jesus Christ? The, that he came on earth and died for our sins and the sins of the Are you believing in that God? A lot of people saying they believe in God, but do they believe in Jesus Christ? Do they believe that he is the only way? Do they believe that? And you're joining forces with these people. Oh, I go to church. But they're not, trust me, they're not serving the God that you serve. They're not praying to the God that you're praying to. I am telling you, they are believing in the the crystals. They're believing in the sage. They're believing in certain things that are not of God. And I am telling you, he is coming with his judgment. He is already here. He's coming with his judgment and his justice. And you want to be in the will of God. You want to be in the will of God, and you pray that, like Isaiah 48, he had mercy upon you, like he had mercy on these people. That's what we pray for. When he says, come boldly before the throne of grace and mercy. We should be seeking grace and mercy every day because we know the world that we live in is has gotten worse, and we have to pray. We have to really pray, pray to God. And there's a prayer at, that is... At the end of this letter, that I I encourage you to pray. I I encourage you to go to letters to ourfathers.com and pray the prayer because I think that's a prayer that you need to pray individually. I think that's a prayer that you need to ask God to speak to you as you pray. You have to know Him, God that's why he's upset with the church because they don't know him they think they know him but they don't know him and to know god you have to see him in all aspects you got to see him just like you see a human being you see a human being and you you get to know this person in the relationship you see them when they're angry you see them when they sad you you see them when they nonchalant you see them when they happy you 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 need to experience god in all those aspects sometimes you're not gonna Sometimes we're not going to be a part of like, you know, when you get to experience this person happiness, you're going to be in the presence of it. But sometimes you're not going to be a part of it, meaning, OK, you've seen this person being happy, but they got a brand new car and you saw this person happy. you observing it, but you're not you're not a person that caused the happiness. Sometimes you can see this. sometimes you see the anger of God in someone else's life or the happiness of God or the joy of God or the, all these things but you have to be aware of it. You have to know God where you can say, I have seen him. I have seen God serve his justice. I have seen God serve his judgment. I have seen God show mercy and grace. Those are the type of things that we have to be experiencing now, but we have to get in the will of God to know what he is saying to you specifically. So I just pray for you guys. I pray that you seek the word of God. I I pray that you abide in him and let his word abide in you. I pray that you have prosperous life and above all, I pray that you have a blessed day.